Blog Talk Radio. Gonna tell you a little bedtime tale, legend it will become. Burgers flying out the door, sail on. Two for one, no concern for the future. Living for today. Fast food bite on your way, lay it all to waste. The masses are afflicted now. Moo, mad cow, mad cow, mad cow, mad cow, line dance song. Hey, Songai Nation, welcome to the show on another Friday afternoon. Songai with you as normal. Some show notes if you're looking for some professional wrestling in the next few days. Tonight, WCWO at 1151 South Kentucky Avenue in Indianapolis, Indiana. At the Outlaw Arena, you have FGW in Hamilton, Ohio. Squared Circle Expo number three in Indianapolis, Indiana. And you can not only see the fan convention there, but also NWP as well as Black Label Pro have shows tomorrow in conjunction with that. Also tonight, PWK in Battle Creek, Michigan. Tomorrow night, Northwest Pro, where you can find myself at Vaughn, Washington, DOA in Portland, Oregon, BST in New Haven, Connecticut, PVPW in Springfield, Massachusetts, DCCW in Portland, Indiana, EPW in Odin, Indiana, Emerge in Columbus, Indiana, PWK in South Bend, Indiana, MSWA in Rockwood, Tennessee, EWA in Frankfort, Kentucky, and Tough Mania number eight in Franklin, Ohio tomorrow. So there's some wrestling out there as we get set for Easter. So make sure you find yourself a show, get over there, support that. Also, if you're anywhere within the driving distance of New Albany, Indiana, on Saturday afternoon next week, Paul Cade, number three. I will be there, of course. The proceeds benefiting the local Humane Society, and this year, also going to the family of Sean Patrick O'Brien, who passed away a few weeks ago. So two massive causes. I've been booked on the show for a year. I've been looking very forward to it. Of course, we didn't know at the time it would be a dual fundraiser, but that's what the case is. It's also supposedly the final arcade event. We will see about that, but just in case it is, you want to make sure you... Join us there in New Albany for what should be a fantastic show. Doors open at noon. Bell time is 1 p.m. 15 matches. There's a massive raffle. Everything going in one raffle. And I can confirm a lot of materials from WrestleCon have made their way into the raffle. Donated by a very well-known wrestler. So, It's going to be well worth whatever you can do it. Our guest not on the show today, I believe he's having some uh, 
unforeseen circumstances, but with us, co-host of the show, someone I believe who will be watching Northwest Pro tomorrow, Chris Marks. Oh, you know it for sure. How you doing there, Doing fairly well today. Now, we got a lot going on. Northwest Pro tomorrow night back at the Key Peninsula Civic Center. It's featuring the return of the brand new United States Heavyweight Champion, Project West. Also on the show, J.D. Mason, Taekwon Bro, Christian Weil. Going to be a lot of great matches there tomorrow night. You've been kind of watching from afar. You've been seeing how things are unfolding, making your plans, I've noticed. For sure, for sure. You're, you're forgetting one of the big highlights tomorrow night. The Glamour Girls are back. Yes, it's a dual show. First time in several months we have Glamour back on. That'll be great. The Glamour Girls always do a fantastic job. It's always great to see back in the league. Absolutely. Our champion... Jim, Jim and I making our way back. I believe it'll be her first defense. She suffered an injury in winning the championship, but she's back now. So it's going to be good to see her. Glamour, always a fantastic time. Northwest Pro, a fantastic time. So for the price of one ticket, you get a dual show. She's going to be uh, taking on Lilith Grimm, who was the first champion. And that's, that's going to be a hell of a match. It's a big challenge for Jim. Lilith Grimm has wrestled all over the country. She is semi-regularly there in OVW. You don't get much bigger than that on the independent scene. Rocky Mountain Pro. She goes coast to coast. Always good to have her here in the state of Washington whenever we get the chance. For sure. And then, of course, DOA making its way back to Portland, Oregon tomorrow. They have been on a red-hot streak, drawn really, really well there in Portland. So if you're in the Pacific Northwest, you have a few choices. And, of course, I don't usually mention that they're running, but SmackDown in Portland, Oregon tonight. So if you are in our neck of the woods in the Pacific Northwest, WWE in Portland. So, you have a few minutes to go grab yourself a ticket and watch that as well. And Raw in Seattle the following Monday. Yes, indeed, making a Pacific Northwest swing. So always good to see some of the local faces pop up on the airways when they're in the area. Now, also good when we get to see some of our alumni from this very program pop up on WWE, which... Oftentimes, on a WWE broadcast, we'll have two or three, so always good to see that. Now, Chris Marks, there was some chicanery afoot very recently. There's been inter-turmoil shenanigans. He absconded with J.B. Moonshine's championship title at CPW, I understand. Well, it's you know I briefly mentioned it last week, but I'll mention it again since you're bringing it up. The man's an irrelevant champion. He's been irrelevant since he won the title. He was the entire COVID pandemic hiding in his house, didn't defend the title one time. And since he's been back, he's just been messing around. 
He's had some matches against Dean Cooper. Super talented man. Super challenging opponent. Otherwise, he's a joke of a champion. He's irrelevant. He does not matter. As such, he doesn't deserve to carry around anything that shows him as a champion. So, we had a champion versus champion match. He decided to mess around. Came into the match, he's drinking moonshine. Is there anything more unprofessional in a professional athlete than showing up to the job intoxicated? I don't think so. So at the end of the night, I didn't feel like dealing with his nonsense anymore. I kicked him where he deserved to be kicked. I hit him in the head with a skillet, and I took what I don't feel he deserves to have anymore. Am I going to walk around and declare myself the champion just because I have possession of the belt? No. That wasn't the point. The point was to deprive him of something he doesn't deserve to have in the first place. So if you call that chicanery, sure. There's going to be chicanery. Always sad when co-hosts fight, and right in front of Dimitri, of all things. Well, again, just like I told you last week, when you made the same comment, the only thing I feel is sad is J.K. Wimchang's title reign as the ECW champion. And if I have anything to do with it, that's going to end sooner than that. Well, we'll see what happens there in CPW next show coming up on the 29th of April. Now, while you're bringing that up, J.B., from my understanding, performs at the Collar Wrestling in Milwaukee on the 15th, does he not? Yes. I think I might just take a drive down to Milwaukee on the 15th and check that show out myself. What do you have to say about that? It's a lovely venue. I think you'll enjoy it there. I heard he's in the main event, so I don't know how much I'm going to enjoy the show. But I'm going to go down and check it out myself and see how I feel about it. Very interesting. Now, I will be, of course, 2,000 miles away, but I'm going to keep some eyes and ears open at that show and get some reports from the venue. I'll be keeping abreast of that from afar. Now that's uh, Paulcade, correct? Yes, I will be at Paulcade. 1 p.m. start that day in New Albany at the Sisters of the Perpetual Hops Brewery. There's going to be a lot of action there, a lot of people I don't get to see on a regular basis. It's been a long time since I've seen a lot of people I have not met yet, so I'm looking forward to that, raising money for a couple of good causes. And then, possibly, if time permits, if logistics work out, I might take a drive and hit one more show, at least catch second half of a show. There's rumors that New Era Wrestling goes up until 9.30. That seems feasible to me. Now, with such a long travel ahead of you, inquiring minds want to know. You're known around here for bringing coffee to every event. You take the coffee down to Paucade? I don't know if I'll be able to pack my traveling coffee pot or not, because I'm guessing it won't fit in my carry-on, but I'm going to look around that area. I'll find the coffee somewhere in there. Now, i got to ask, 
what kind of coffee does one bring to a wrestling event at a brewery? I have several good choices. Now, at the brewery, they usually serve uh, medium roast coffees, I've noticed, at breweries I've uh, visited in the past. Usually something medium. Now, I can confirm at Rogue Wrestling Attractions a couple of weeks ago, I did find coffee out in the wild in the venue. I didn't even have to plug in my traveling coffee pot. They had it sitting right there, feet away from the dressing room. It's almost like somebody's stepping on your gift. I mean, I still drink it. I didn't drink a lot of it because it ended up it was Seattle's best, and so I just presume they were trying to poison me, but it was still there. I guess it was the thought that counts, even though they didn't put a lot of thought into what coffee they were serving. So we have some heat on Seattle's best, do we? Yeah, yeah, that's the dirt worst. It's a misnomer of a name. Now you're headed down to Milwaukee for BCW. Now have you been keeping tabs on what's going down there in BCW? I know you're like always with your finger on the pulse of the wrestling industry, but have you been looking at other talents at BCW just in case someone doesn't show up, they need an extra hand? You're right there with mask in hand, I presume. Always, why would I not? Um, you know, I have been. I, I've been doing a little bit of research since I made the decision I was going to make the drive down there. There's some, there's some guys in the locker room. We'll, we'll see what happens. This will be my first show attending in person down there. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I, don't like to, I don't like to stir the pot too much, but if I go down there and somebody gets a little too big for their sights, then you know you've been in a locker room with me. I'm not afraid to put boots on and get in the ring and handle it. That is very, very true. Now, I will also point out, since I am headed to the general vicinity, my Kentucky license has renewed and is official. I even have a certificate saying such from the Commonwealth of Kentucky's Boxing and Wrestling Commission, W-871, completely active. So promoters are completely legally able to book me for their shows now. So if you're in Kentucky and you have a show and you need me, go ahead and send a message. We'll see what we can do, especially next Sunday. How many times did you work out? Uh, several, several times. It's been a while, but um, I used to go once or twice a year at least to the old UWF in Georgetown, Kentucky for Big Dog Cujo and Felony Fox. Always enjoyed it there. They had a massive talent roster that either had been on the big stage or were headed to the big stage at the time. Unbelievable talent there. Always enjoyed myself there. I worked for Pro Wrestling Freedom there, which was a 
phenomenal show in the Corbin Civic Center. They drew probably seven or 800 people that show. One of the biggest crowds I've personally performed in front of myself. So always have a good time when I get the chance to go to Kentucky. Now, I don't want to put the cart before the horse here or anything, but uh, a little, little information for my neck of the woods. I was having a conversation earlier today with a gentleman over a messenger. Looks like, come the summertime, I might be traveling out to Illinois for the first time for a show, which is a big deal for me. I was in boot camp in Illinois from the East Coast itself. It's always nice over there for days when you get an opportunity. And no spoilers or anything. I don't want to put the cart before the horse Well, there's some Iron Buddha level shocking news right there. Hopefully, we'll get abreast of that situation and dates confirmed. That'll be a big tour. Now, not to put a cart in front of any horses or anything, but we all know if you're a Star Wars fan, the Bantha in the room. Are you going to be headed to J.D. Masson's hometown of Ottawa, Illinois? You know, I might. I, it, it, I, I've heard so much about it, and it's like it's almost like the land of Oz at this point. It's so mysterious and has to speak to it. So from there, and it's convenient, I might make a trip over there. Maybe I'll get a cup of coffee. We'll see. That'd be huge. That'd just be really huge. I don't know if you've paid much attention to Chelsea Green in the last few weeks. She completely buried Ottawa, Illinois recently on an episode of Monday Night Raw. Completely buried it on live national television. I'm sure it's a lovely town. I mean, it has produced a mad dog that likes to blow snot rockets in the middle of matches, which is one of the most hilarious things I've ever seen. But who knows? Maybe. I mean, it, it's 2023. It's not the most sanitary of things. I have a feeling that doesn't factor in when you make the decision to do it. I don't, I don't know for sure, but I have a feeling. I don't know myself, really. Now, it looks like our guest not going to make it here today for unforeseen circumstances. I'm sure we will make it up with Bob Cook, a multi-time guest of this show. Fantastic guy. Great wrestler. Vastly underrated. So we will work on getting him rescheduled. But before we wrap things up, a favorite Bob Cook memory? I don't know if I have a favorite Bob Cook memory. I, I I was watching some of his stuff this week. Uh, I, I watched a podcast that he did. I wasn't aware of this. Did you know the man was personal friends with Evil Knievel? Yes, he's a massive Evil Knievel fan. He has, I believe, and he knew what the man is personal. Yes, yes, he he knew the man personally. He knew his son, uh, Robbie Knievel, personally. He uh, Bob Cook, I believe, I'm right in saying, has the world's largest Evil Knievel. Collection. So I was going to mention to him if we have one back on the show. Obviously, I'll bring it up again. But I, 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 uh, I, I spent a lot of time in the military, and I have flown in and out of Las Vegas Airport many times. But the first time I ever went there and was like 
you know, did the tourist gimmick was 2017, so just recently. And uh, my family and I were looking for something fun to do, something that wasn't the normal touristy thing. And we did this, uh, it was like a scavenger hunt that you do across old Las Vegas. And uh, it's hosted by stand-up comedians. So the whole thing is hilarious. You're laughing the whole time. There's drinks at every stop. Very 21 and up style of it. But uh, they uh, advertise to the posting for it that there's a free lunch uh, in the middle. And when we stopped for lunch, it was at an evil, evil-themed pizzeria. And, the, I mean, literally every square inch of the building was evil. They had evil to evil pinball. They had evil to evil, like, uh, decks of cards and play on the table. Every square inch place was evil to evil. So I was dying to know if he'd ever been there or, know, or knew about it. I guess we'll have to ask him when we back. Now, you recently made your way over to Idaho for Russell Club. I don't know if you noticed it on your way there or the way back, but you would have passed over the site of the famous Snake River Jump that Evil Knievel made. That's true. That's true. That was, uh, I, that was my first time driving that route. So I was more focused on not crashing and dying. It was very dark and very snowy the whole drive. But I am going back to Wrestle Club at the end of July for a couple weekends. So I'll have to check it out when I go down that time. I think the weather will be a little nicer. It should be. I just... Pay attention, there is a sign indicating Snake River, and that is where the jump was made. And uh, do you know who was the promoter of that particular jump? I, I have no idea. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. <laughs> Somehow it doesn't surprise me in any way whatsoever. Yep, he definitely a promoted Snake River a lot of Jump. Chatter the last week. Yes, he did, but uh, that was in the air when he was not the WWF owner at that point. He was promoting a wide variety of different things, and one of the things he tried was uh, Evil Knievel Jump. But uh, we... Definitely we will work on getting Bob Cook back on. Hopefully he's doing all right. But for now, I guess we will wrap things up on Sunday afternoon. You can join us your Easter holiday, and we are going to be talking with Malachi Coventry. He is the son of John Davidson, who is with Combat Pro Wrestling on many other Northwest promotions. Uh, Malachi, amateur wrestler, just starting out his amateur career, but he has his eyes firmly set on transitioning when he is old enough to the professional ranks. We are getting his first ever interview. He asked us to do this. His father gave his blessings, so we are going to be talking to him on Sunday. Uh, One week from today, we are scheduled to be joined by Teddy Henderson out of the state of Maine. So that should be a very interesting show. We don't have a lot of main-based guests, but looking forward to that. So everybody stay safe out there. Find yourself a local independent show wherever it may be. Go support it. 
Don't forget Paul Cade a week from tomorrow. Definitely if you're anywhere close to New Albany, Indiana, and that Louisville Metroplex, get out there, support Paul Cade. We will talk to you soon.